Hey guys, this is Tim and Molly, and you're listening to the Unqualified Podcast. Where we talk about navigating life, marriage, parenting, and finding God's grace. And really, we're just swinging it like the rest of you guys. Hey guys, welcome back to the Unqualified Podcast. We are your hosts, Tim. And Molly. We are husband and wife. Arrow is currently sleeping, so yes. uh, he may make an entrance later on. He, he tends to wake up kind of when we're doing this, but yep. anyways, we want to welcome you guys back to this new episode. Uh, real quick before we get into it, if you listen to this episode and, and you enjoy what you hear, feel free to uh, give us a five-star rating over there yeah. on the app, Apple Apple podcast. podcast. Yep. And then yep. also leave a review. We want to see your input. And also if you guys have any um, topics that you want us to talk about, go ahead and leave those in your review as well. You can also come on to my Instagram and message me and I will be on there. It's molly.annsanders and molly.ann.sanders. Sorry. So we'll talk about that. You can just leave any questions or ideas of some fun episodes but yeah what's this episode about today well, this Tim? episode this episode is going to be uh, about being rebels modern day rebels mm-hmm. and so when when i say rebels when when you hear rebels love what do you what do you think of when you when you hear well that person's a rebel what do you what do you think of bad honestly bad. that's the first thing that comes to my mind um rebels like against the grain i guess like, like breaking the law and yeah you know okay yeah well today we want to share why why we think we're trying to be rebels mm-hmm. um, but but in a totally different way yeah um, we want to share some things that we feel like is rebellious against you know the current culture mm-hmm. or uh just just going against the flow a little bit because uh, we think sometimes that that's needed and necessary yes. and that's what's right so we're going to get into right that today. Right in our opinion. <laughs> well, yeah, some, yeah, yeah, some right in our opinion. Uh-huh. Um, but, all right, let's get into it. Okay. Uh, so one of the first things we So think, explain rebel a little bit, how you feel, like what rebel is then. Oh, okay. Because um, you asked me. Are, are you talking about? Like rebels of today. What do, what do you think? Yeah, just, when well, you... I mentioned that, just breaking the law oh. and uh, I don't know breaking windows and yeah <laughs> stuff like can that. you tell us how because this was your idea mm-hmm. so how did you come up with rebels of today sure uh so there is a song it's it's kind of an older song now it's a song by lecrae uh, okay. the rapper named yeah. lecrae and uh, i guess it actually goes off a, a or it has a snippet of a sermon by a guy named mark driscoll in driscoll in the beginning and it talks about how if everybody is sinning, then you're a rebel if you try not to do that. Mm. Um, so in this day and age, not like these are sins, but these are kind of cultural things. Norms. That, yeah, yeah. So we are going, I feel like, against the grain of what a normal 23-year-old would do mm-hmm. and a normal 29-year-old would do. Mm-hmm. And um, and that's why I think this is a pretty cool episode. Yeah. Yeah. So one of the first ways that we noticed that we were going against the grain is I was married at 21. Mm-hmm. We met at 19. I We both almost knew instantly. We were engaged by seven months because we just didn't want to wait yep. to get married. We felt like we would have fell into a lot more sin and created more sin within mm-hmm. what we were doing. So we decided... 
we wanted to uh, just step out, get married, and um, learn as we go. Yeah. And I think that I don't think I would change that for a minute. No. It was hard. Yeah. And but we both know divorce isn't in the um, in the cards. In the cards, mm-hmm. yeah. So we kind of just were like, you know what? If w- this is forever, this is forever now. Like, let's yeah. start it now. So yeah, being married at twenty one was definitely came with challenges. Um, I think that um, you helped me grow up, but you also had to watch me be a child, and still, like, you still are having to help me grow up sometimes yeah yeah i mean that that's probably one of the one of the hardest things Mm -hmm. for us is just the because i'm i don't know if they know all this i'm 29 Mm -hmm. uh and she's 23 23 uh at the time i was 25 Mm -hmm. and you were 19 i was 19 yeah that makes sense uh and so i drove all the way across the country and yeah uh, you had lived at home. I mean, yeah, and I never really life. went to college. You're right, right. I went to beauty school. So that was like literally just felt like a full-time job. Sure. And you had the college experience. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was in college for way too long, mm-hmm. like six and a half years, which yeah. <laughs> uh, our, our bank account shows that. Yeah. we're still paying those off. But I was there for six and a half years and was on my own. I mean, I lived on my own. Yeah. Uh, I had roommates some, but I also... And I never have once lived on my own. I always shared a room with my sister. And finally, when she went off to college, I had my own room. Yeah. So that was awesome. So I really didn't know how to... Like, I I didn't know how to not spend money. I didn't know how about literally anything about becoming a wife. I did know how to cook, though. (laughs) You did. You certainly did. did. That That was a plus. Um, and, And that's just... Again, I slowly learned all those things. Those, mm-hmm. those were just some some things that I picked up on the way. Uh, I guess I'm not as rebellious because I got married at 26? 26, 26, yes. Was it? Or 27? Uh-huh. You were 26. Are you sure? You just had turned 26, okay. yeah. So, got married when we were 26. And 21. And 21. So, you're a little bit more rebellious than, than I was because I'm a little bit No, older, you were 27, weren't you? Was, I don't know. Anyway, not important. Either way, and uh, I, I would say you're right. I think a lot of our issues at, at the start, and not so much now, but some, um, just comes with knowledge of, of the world and experience. Yeah. And if you don't, if you don't know what to expect from someone my age, that can lead to a lot of problems. Yeah, and know? the the cultural um aspects of it like college i mean if you just think about college and your experience in college you know that there there are some wrong choices in college yeah. and that is not everybody but there it's it's a 90% of college yeah. probably i mean because you're you're throwing all these adolescent and they they think they're adults yeah that's not the case at all college dudes are not yeah not adult men no matter i mean even you thought you were an adult oh yeah like for sure. you were like i'm in college ministry i'm doing this all great mm-hmm. and anyways so then i was at home with my parents and i kind of thought i was more grown up than the rest of my people around my which, age which you i mean you could have been and for, i was a manager mm-hmm. of a retail store i was and not a manager manager but anyways so i just thought that having those titles meant I was ready for something. And so I see this college ministry man and thinking that he is higher than like 
more righteous, mm-hmm. I guess. What would you call it? Like, yeah, I would say, I would yeah. just say more righteous. And yeah, so I was very intimidated, and then when I found out what actually had been happening, I just lost my cool. Mm-hmm. I lost all sense of anything because I truly did make him my idol. So mm-hmm. that was a part two. Yeah, and you know, a, a lot of that I think is uh, when we kind of learned all these things and went through all these hard times me uh, just expecting you to know some of these things yeah and i think that's that's where yes. we really clash because i would tell you these things and and be i don't know upset that you'd be upset annoyed it's, i yeah, think because it's just that's, that's that's just how college is that's just how men are that's just how life is like, yeah you know so yeah and i really didn't experience much heartache mm-hmm. i don't think I experienced it in high school, and then I kind of just left. Yeah. So yeah, and I never took those serious, like those relationships, serious. And I don't know, it was just super easy for me to like let that behind. Mm-hmm. But then when it came to you bringing it all in, I was like, oh man, there's more stuff than I knew was a part of the world. Yeah. Because I lived under my parents' roof, I was raised in a Christian home. My parents are still together, so there's just a lot of lot of sheltering. I think. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. But that's that's also getting back to the point. I think we went on a tangent. That's that's why we think that we have striven to be mm-hmm. uh, a little bit rebellious against the culture. Uh, yeah, we, we knew each other for six months. We were engaged, or we we got engaged after seven after months, seven months, six or yeah, seven months, whatever it was. Got married. Got married after, after a year. A little yeah. over a, a little year. Over we year. got married, and then, uh, well, moving on. Yeah, with that. We then had we had a baby. A baby. I had a baby mm-hmm. at 23. Yeah. I, I'm a baby and I had a baby. Yeah. And whenever I hear people like talking about like when they're older, they're like, oh my gosh, you ha- you just had a baby. You're a baby. I'm always like, what? But like now I see it. Like mm-hmm. I am very young and I'm raising this child yeah. as I'm still going through the motions. But yeah. I don't think you're ever done growing. Which which is still actually old. Like if, if you look back 50 years, yeah. that's probably, they probably would have... That's like, old. You waited yeah. to twenty three to have kids. Yeah, I know. Well, most of them are popping Having out at three, 18, like 19. had yeah. So so yeah. So crazy. at twenty three, we had we had a baby boy, mm-hmm. and I at twenty three, you at twenty nine, twenty eight, twenty eight. He was and then I yeah. So yeah, that was a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think having a baby was as hard as getting married though at twenty one. Really. Yes, because getting married at 21, I set you as my own idol. Mm -hmm. And then at 23, I knew you weren't this great person. Yeah. In our hearts, we're still very much in love. But (laughs) in our hearts, we know that we are both sinners. And I think we, like what I could have made Arrow my idol, I Mm -hmm. knew to look out for that. Yeah. So I grew in that aspect. So, yeah, I mean... I mean, that's just life. You Going just, against the grain of having a baby at 23 is insane, though. Like, yeah. I follow so many people, nothing against them, but, like, there yeah. are people that are 30 still waiting to have babies with no issues of, like, um, what is it called? No issues conceiving, no issues um, being married. Right. They just are wanting to hold off because they're wanting to experience life, sure. which us we want to experience life with our babies yeah. and you know obviously it's nothing, just us yeah. yeah nothing against like anybody that 
is 30 and yeah and you go to, if uh, yeah. you don't feel convicted to have kids don't don't have kids they are hard they are they're, we, they're pretty difficult yeah we get grouchy when he's up whining yeah so, so i mean that's just life mm-hmm. so if you i mean i'll be it to you that you don't have little babies but if you feel convicted and you want to have a baby sit down and talk to your spouse because that's what we did yeah yeah well, that's so. i mean that's what happened. we we had a two-year plan we're like yeah we're gonna we're gonna wait two years to try anything try uh, to pay off some debt lol yeah that <laughs> that's funny yeah. um and then just it came to us um I, we might have said this in the last one i actually. think it's because i had a control issue and you had a control issue with both of us being like okay we can't have kids oh, yeah. to your plan mm-hmm. like we were just trying to control it but it was it was yeah. in your heart to be a mama I oh mean, you yeah. said that even before oh my goodness that's why yeah. we got married so young because you're like i want to i want to <laughs> have a bunch of babies stay yeah. at home with them raise yeah. them and uh which is very different too. Yeah, yeah, but but it was in your heart, so we're yeah. like, uh, like let's just let's see what happens. Yeah, you know. And I think so I got off birth control seven months later. We yeah. already talked about this, Did but we? seven okay. months later, little baby boy came um, because at seven months we were like, oh no way, little baby boy. We we found out we were gonna have little baby boy. He didn't come seven months later. Oh from yeah, the, yeah, yeah. From Sorry. the point, it took seven months for him to to conceive to start. Yeah. So yeah, so baby at 23, I it's it's hard because the thing that's hard about it is finding mamas your age. Yeah. But thankfully I have a sweet mama friend that's exactly my age and then I have another mom friend that's around Tim it's Tim's age. But God has placed these people in my lives for this season. Yeah. So I'm really I'm thankful about that because it's been hard being married. You lose a lot of friends when yeah. you're married. Oh, for sure. And just because of cultural change, just because of life and jobs. And so being married at 21, I lost a lot of friends. But I feel like when I had taken the control off my life and wanted a baby, I, God blessed us with friends that mm-hmm. have kiddos. Yeah. So, the, yeah, that's right been, time, yeah. yeah, that's been awesome. And, yeah, we've had a lot of fun with that. So the next topic is... We, what? Let's stay on our marriage a little bit. Okay. So one of the things that uh, I had said before we were going to get married is that, uh, you know, if if we ever need marriage counseling, we're going to go get it. I have no issues with that, but we're going to work things out. Yeah. And then. And then I was the one that was like, oh, because I always thought marriage counseling, that's your last resort before you're getting divorced. Like the divorce papers are on your desk being waiting to be signed while you're in marriage counseling. So, yeah. Yeah. And then we got into marriage. Yeah. Then we got into marriage and uh, th- things completely swapped. I mean, we, yeah. we were having those hard times and I, I really didn't want to go to counseling and that, that was yeah. just my heart. And, and you were like, let's do this. Let's go figure this out. We need some help. Yeah. And- because knowing each other for seven months, getting engaged and then getting married nine months after we got engaged... So we were only together for a year and three months before we got married and had to live together. Premarital counseling is amazing and is a must because you got to talk about things. You got to talk about your finances. You got to talk about how when you want kids, you got to talk about all that stuff Mm -hmm. at premarital counseling. But nobody ever tells you that it's okay to go to counseling after you're married. Yeah. 
it's always that last resort. It's always if you're in fights. It's always listen. This is what your spouse needs to hear. So sit down and mm-hmm. hear it. It's always that. But like, I so wish that the stigma was like, hey, let's check up after you're married for two months. Go check in with your pastor. Go check in with a trusted mentor. Go check in on somebody because at two months, I don't care who you are. You're probably drowning. <laughs> you don't yeah. know. You don't know the person. Right. And and even if you live with the person before you're married, there's still so much you learn after being married. Yeah. It's a, it's it's I would assume, no we didn't we don't know for sure, but I would assume it's a big change even if yeah. you were living with them for a couple of years before. It's just yeah. a, a new feeling of commitment and responsibility. Responsibility. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully. So, that yeah, way is there. Um we went to marriage counseling I believe seven or eight months in okay of being married I'm not I don't remember the time I can't remember but, either but it, it was super helpful we had oh my goodness I mean we're if we went back to marriage counseling we're starting it back up again but I there's a new person that I see in Tim and there's things that I don't bring up. I try my hardest not to bring up when we're fighting. And I'm sure there's things that you try not to bring Mm -hmm. up when we're fighting because of marriage counseling. And we didn't do it because we thought we were going to get divorced. We did it because we wanted to find how to communicate together because there's these two little kids moving in together happy as could be thinking that marriage is going to solve their problems in the back of their mind. We didn't think that marriage was going to solve our problems, but I think there was an expectation that we'd be better people being married. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. We we get to hang out together all day. Like that's what we expected, but Mm -hmm. there are days that we don't want to hang out. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, marriage counseling really helped with that and it helped us to see and have sympathy for mm-hmm. the other person. Yeah. Well, be, because our our number one prior, priority is marriage. Mm-hmm. Our marriage. We yes. are. There is nobody in this whole world, as special as Arrow is, there's nobody mm-hmm. in this whole world that is more important to me than you. Yeah. Because we are, we have become one flesh. Like, And that's not a natural instinct either. No, no, not at all. Because there's a lot of days that I want to like Arrow more than I like you. Well, and I'm sure you feel the same. There, there are a lot of days you probably do like Arrow more than me. Yeah, exactly. Our, our commitment is but, still... But one day Arrow's going to move out. Yeah. And we have to look at each other. Yeah. And we have to love each other still. Yeah. And I don't want to wait to go to marriage counseling when I don't like you anymore. I'll still love you. Sure. But I don't want to lose who you are. Right. And I want to learn you as much as I can. Yeah. And having one kid is so hard. Yeah. Yes, it is. It's so hard. Just think about like when we have two kids. Like I, I know uh, uh, luckily and thankfully and blessing from the Lord, we don't have to pay for our marriage counseling right now. Yeah. But in the when we have a little bit more money and if like pastor recommends us to someone else, we we'll, may have to. Yeah. We might, I like that might have to be a, bu- a budget thing. Every time we have a new kid, we might have to put that resource in. Hey, we have to go get checked up on and, mm-hmm. and just, I don't think it should be the stigma of, Oh, they're going to marriage counseling. Mm-hmm. Oh, so yeah, that's just our input on, marriage counseling yeah. and how that's a little bit against the grain because I want to love my husband first, yeah. no matter how hard that is. Yeah. And it's great. I mean, I, I know it does it probably sounds a little crazy that, uh-huh. that we would 
love each other and that we are, are more important to each other than than Our arrow kiddos. is to, to us and yeah um because he's just so small and helpless but like you said he's eventually he's not gonna live here anymore yeah so that's a, a well a long ways off what it what it seems like now but probably shorter than than what we uh expect yeah for sure so all right our next topic uh let's let's go into to media here um i know that we are we do get on our phones quite a bit uh but i will be the first one to say that but one thing that we don't really do is we don't watch tv really we yeah we, we don't have cable i mean we do have netflix but it's literally just we for the cancel it all the time yeah. <laughs> whenever we have an itch to watch something mm-hmm. like if i want to watch hallmark christmas movies we, we buy a slink. subscription we don't ever commit ourselves to cable because i don't want to waste my life looking at a screen yeah I don't want to raise my son in in front of a screen. Right. And he he doesn't get like any TV time unless no. it's, unless we're desperate for him to calm down. Yeah. But that's been well, once or, or twice. Or if we want to if we want a quiet dinner. Yeah. Like we if we have a long day, it's not there's nothing against screen time and minimal. Mhm. But like at my parents' house, I let them turn on the TV for him mm-hmm. because they're not his parents. Right. That's a treat. He's at Mama and Papa's house. Like yeah. But when he's here, I want to be present with him. I never turn on the TV when I'm home alone with him. Yeah. If I'm sick, sure. Like there's gonna be some days where I'm just not my head's not in the game and I wanna I wanna wash the dishes. Then I will turn on the TV for me to wash mm-hmm. dishes and then go play with him again. Yeah. But so yeah. Also also to go along with that, that's something to uh, somewhat protect our marriage yeah well that actually happened we put those in those rules and boundaries yeah. in place before we had arrow yeah because it, look there's a lot of trash on tv let's let's be honest there's there's it's hard right as a as a man just trying to watch tv uh-huh. anything can pop up on there i mean we even talked about this in premarital counseling do you remember this uh there's casually like shower gel commercials of these like women yeah. in the shower yeah. and and although there's nothing being seen you know how much you can imagine yeah oh yeah easily so like that's just a fault in our marriage that is some place where we both fall short we both have fallen short before uh-huh. our eyes i mean that little song that you grew up singing be careful little eyes what yeah. you see yeah. that's gonna that is now implanted in me to help my husband Mm -hmm. and help myself because if i see something like that and i get uncomfortable then he's uncomfortable even if it didn't make him fall yeah so we are very careful about that and i mean commercials are awful yeah even if we're watching spongebob like a commercial can pop up and just change the the mood change the setting change the tone yeah and it's it's just silly so yeah it's easiest for us to avoid it and i it's not like i care it's not yeah. like tv i mean we love the office yeah but Netflix, there's some shows that we had to skip on the office that though. is true that is true so um, yeah i mean there's there as much as it like it was a sacrifice at first it's not a sacrifice no, now it's easy because i remember i don't know i watched the bachelor before we yeah. got together oh i hated it and i yeah i mean you didn't really know because i didn't tell you right. and then i told you i think this past summer i was like hey i'm watching the bachelor how do you feel about that and you're like uh no that's a, that's not okay that's a silly show and i was Ladies, like but I'm i don't sorry. fall 
listen, ladies, if you watch The Bachelor, it don't don't watch it. It's about a dude that that's cheating on thirty different women at the same time. So no reason to watch it. I just those are one of the things that and the the books uh, Shades of Grey. If you guys remember those, oh, those Fifty are, Shades of yeah, Grey. Oh my so goodness, stupid. I know. But, it's sad, honestly. It's yeah. sad that those are glorified. It's sad that that if you don't watch that, you're weird. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. so, anyways, I don't. I started watching The Bachelor, and then Tim told me, "Hey, like, I don't want you to watch that." And it was hard for me, honestly, because yeah. I'm like. But why do I have to stop watching it if that's not a struggle for me? Like, I don't struggle with that. And then you're, you just brought up good points. That's not a way that we want our son to be. So, yeah, I mean, it was, it stings and it stinks a little. Like, it's like a band aid. I mean, yeah. You just pull it off and then you're fine. Yeah. You know? So, anyways, that was something that I had to learn in our marriage. You started doing it in college, though. You were like, hey, this kind of this has nudity in it i'm not gonna watch that yeah. and you would watch remember you told me that well, you would watch I just well i loved <laughs> this is why i love like the the animated uh movies so much like how to train your dragon is the the best movie series i mean it's fantastic and like there's there's nothing there's nothing like i'm not gonna stumble in that one because it's animated i guess but i suppose you can anyway one one is animated too it's just clean fun and dragons are awesome so uh i i just i tried to avoid those as much as i could and uh i watch a lot of the same movies over and over again things like lord of the rings there's nothing on there that's an issue how to train your dragon uh movie shooter it doesn't matter what all yeah the another thing is we had to figure out what was triggering me as well Uh so if something's not triggering to tim there's a whole nother part of me because i remember we were watching hallmark christmas movies one year after we our first year of marriage and it was really hard and i even got triggered from hallmark christmas movies because i'm like well like i understand but these girls are pretty so it was just really hard and there's some things that we had to take a break some things are in my own heart that like one day we might be able to sit down and watch a pg-13 movie together (laughs) maybe but like and that sound might might sound silly to you guys Mm And it might strike with somebody else, but to us, PG thirteen movies aren't worth it. Yeah, there's they're no, not worth it. Well, and and well, another thing is we don't we don't really have two and a half hours. We just want to sit down and and I mean we watched How to Train Your Dragon once, and that was and that was when Arrow was young, yeah, and we were exhausted. And that, that was the first movie we watched in in years, yeah, it's, like it's just, years. But I mean, yeah. So I mean, as much as we we quote Mean Girls. But, yeah, but we but wouldn't watch it again. We would never watch mm-hmm. it together right now because we know. Yeah. We know what makes us uncomfortable and that's just something you and your spouse have to work that's out. And honestly, it's hard. It's hard to bring that up to your spouse because you don't want to be that naggy spouse that is worried. But I was that naggy spouse. And I don't think in the long run, I, you can talk to this, but in the long run, I think it's helped us. Oh, absolutely. I think I think that you are... Uh, blessed with the talent of understanding the importance of of our marriage and navigating in a way our minds and hearts uh, yeah that our minds and hearts are going to be steered toward each other uh, Mm -hmm. which is why you push for things like i shouldn't say push but which is why you want (laughs) things like date night and to, to avoid tv and to avoid certain 
Well, like even social media, yeah. like I don't, I don't have Instagram, Instagram, or, or, yeah. Because there's Snapchat. no, yeah, there is no reason for me to have those yeah. things. Like, what am I gonna do? I, I have Twitter, but I'm, yeah, know, I'm just getting rid of that anyway because it's not doing anything for me. Mm-hmm. So, um, but, but and that's again our own conviction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, every every couple's different. Obviously, it's just it. We feel that that we are healthiest when we avoid things that cause us to stumble in uh-huh. our marriage. You exactly. Know? So. If it causes you to stumble, pluck it out. Yep. Yes, exactly. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm really thankful God gave me that discernment. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's been hard to get that out of me and do it in the appropriate way. But like there's some things like Tim does get his own. He has his own Twitter. He has mm-hmm. his own time in the morning to do his YouTube videos. And like, yeah, I'll check on that. But I do trust him mm-hmm. to be convicted enough to tell me. Yeah. And that's that's a learning curve too. Yeah. So, yep. yeah, that's just a thing that we. I mean, I even used to watch Dancing with the Stars, and now I look at it, I'm like, these women are are literally barely wearing a bikini. I'd feel more comfortable going to the ocean in a bikini than seeing these women yeah. in a bikini dance. Yeah. And that's again, if you and your spouse watch that and you don't feel convicted, then that's fine. But if one of you are feeling convicted. Really talk to the other spouse about it. Definitely recommend it. Because, yeah, there will be some hard tension to get around at first. But our marriage is... Import- more important than a show. Yeah. Our marriage is more important than anything Oh, yeah. And your mind and hearts are more important than a TV show, too. So that's another way that we just go against the grain of, like, the world. There are some shows that I wish I could watch, like Jane the Virgin... And uh, this is us. Yeah. But like, that's not good for my mind because I see, I see the world and that just in this stage of life convicts me. It might not in a few years when I'm more mature and can handle pretty girls and. But either way, anything. it doesn't matter to me. Yeah, I mean, exactly. I, I yeah. I don't care if we don't yeah. ever see another TV show. Yeah. So. Okay, uh, another one. You uh, are you wanted to be a stay at home wife, and, and I I was a stay at well, home you, wife. Well, you okay? Yeah, you wanted to be before, and then you got to be, and uh, I feel like that is a um, it's just not very common anymore. Oh man, it was embarrassing almost. Was it? Yeah. Okay, so when I um I graduated beauty school. And I thought I hated doing hair because of beauty school. Then I went to do hair and I was just the worst version of myself possible, probably. I don't know if you would agree, but I was miserable. I did not like what I was doing. I I don't know. There was something that I felt like this is not what I'm supposed to do. And I one day had a, basically a panic attack and I was like, Tim, I can't go in. I can't go in. I can't go in. So I had to like it. Luckily, the my client was one of my f- closer friends. And I was like, hey, I had a panic attack. I'm not able to come in. And I had to talk to my boss. And I was like, I, I can't do this anymore. And that was about three months into our marriage. And it was awful. It was awful having to face the crowds and being like, well, I didn't I didn't like it. So I'm not doing this anymore. And it's another stereotypical thing, which beauty school dropout. I mean, 
I wasn't a beauty school dropout, but but like, it's also just embarrassing that you can't do hair. So what can you do? But you loved being a stay-at-home mom. Oh my goodness. Well, stay-at-home wife. I was wife. Okay, yeah. yeah, I'm sorry, wife. So you did get stay-at-home mom for for a while. Well, okay, after he was born, I guess maternity leave, whatever. Anyway, so I decided to step away, and I made a post, actually. I was like, hey, this is to my friends and family. I'm no longer doing this. And I had a great aunt that comments women way too many things, and I was like, I'm just taking a break. I don't know what's next for me right now, but this is this is what it is. And I got to learn myself during that because there was never a time that I knew who Wait, myself was. What did was. your great aunt say? Oh, sorry. My great aunt commented and she goes, so what's the next step? You can't just stay home. And I would. that's another worldly thing. Yeah, that you have to. Why can't we stay home when your husband is behind you? Mind you, we didn't have the finances for me to stay home. But the Lord provided because he knew what I needed. I never have been able to stay home. I, I've literally worked from the minute I was 14 and I was babysitting when I was eight and I, w- I was doing so much stuff to become a stay at home mom and a stay at home wife. And the Lord put me there. And so anyways, I was a stay at home wife for a year. Maybe a little bit longer. But then my salon, you guys know what I do. I'm a receptionist at a salon. So um, the salon that I worked for actually called me back and they're like, hey, do you want to work for us? But you just work here for two times a week for six hours at a time. And that's perfect. And I can walk away from that anytime I want. So anyways, it was really nice to get to learn myself and get to know myself. And my husband was so generous at that. Because... Thanks. I, well, welcome to the show, Arrow. <laughs> Arrow has made it. He was crying upstairs, so we, you know, had to go get him. Um. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, the uh, stay-at-home wife. I was probably stay-at-home wife for seven months. And and then we got pregnant, and then I got a job. Yep. Because life is different. You yeah. just, I mean, because I thought I was going to be a stay-at-home mom, and then I realized I went crazy. All right, so the last thing. Uh, one of the things that, that we feel very strongly about and we feel is, is kind of rebellious. I know a, a lot of people give money, but, but, but we make it a priority that the first of our paycheck um, goes to the church and then we have various organizations and, and people that, that we want to support. So we feel like giving and tithing, <laughs> we feel like giving and tithing is, is one of the very uh, important things that we need to uh, be doing, and we feel like that's somewhat of a rebellious thing to do anymore. Oh, yeah, for sure. So with people in our finance realm, I mean, if you guys want to know the real number, how much are we in debt? <laughs> oh, we uh, with school and I'll count our house, it's like $180,000 or something like that. Because like I said, I spent way too long in school and uh, yeah, we bought a house and we needed cars, and so we we uh, we racked it up. Which in a future episode, yeah. you're gonna tell them. In a future episode, we will run do the rundown with you on our debt free journey. Yeah, we're starting that. Like, yes, now, like yeah, today. we started it. Uh, well, whatever. Anyways, so somebody in our position with 183 thousand dollars in debt. No one ever would be like, well, no normal 
no no rash there's no yes. rationality to be like you know what i'm gonna take this Our money first... and give it instead of yeah yeah which which you know whatever it's not, but, yeah i mean uh, it's in the bible can just... you quote the verse uh well i mean there's a bunch of different verses about but the giving, first but uh, yeah talk, in the old testament it talks about giving mm-hmm. the first fruits um and that's not a command in the new testament per se but it is if you're uh if if you truly believe that that god's kingdom is to grow and you're to be a part of it then i i feel like tithing is a, an absolute must mm-hmm. and now it's and just and we are not on this earth for our own pleasure we're on this earth to disciple others towards the lord and if we're not big right now in this season we are not big on volunteering outside of the house just because of our season. Yeah. We do hope to get more involved with church and whenever an opportunity comes up that we feel convicted to do. But our way of volunteering right now is giving to organizations that yeah. can fund things. And Yeah. And every everyone has their own gifts, you know, and, and but money I feel like that that the Lord if you're trusting in him and you're giving to him mm-hmm. out of trust, uh, he's mm-hmm. going to provide. That doesn't mean it's going to overflow and that our bank account is going to just be swarmed with money because that's that's not the case at all. But but he will provide because every single, I mean, every single season, either either we've gotten more money somehow for a specific thing or, or in a specific, like this job transition, we got a little extra money from well the stock market essentially so he does he provides ways we could have never uh, imagined exactly he provides a sale uh, at aldi he provides he provides the stock market for tim to invest in that he provides me finding an extra dollar in my coat in the in the littlest tiniest way he provides the sunshine he provides the sunshine for us to go on a walk instead of spend money on a date yeah so it's just a little things. You need to see where the Lord is providing in those ways and not providing in your bank account. He may provide yeah, in your bank sure. account, but he may also just give you a person that's like, hey, let me feed you tonight. Let me make you this yeah. meal. Let me let me take you on a walk. Let me buy you that mm-hmm. coffee. Just watch for the Lord to prove himself in ways that you would have never expected. So. Yeah. Yeah, because he does for sure. He does. Okay, well, that that those are kind of some of the ways that we have been rebellious. Now we're moving on to our weekly segments. Uh, weekly segments is that what you call it? Weekly Anyways, okay, what was whatever. your low of the week? My low. Well, it's going to be your low as well. We had a a difficult week because we got into a. We may say this every week. I don't know. We got into a fight this past. <laughs> Welcome to the and... unqualified podcast with Tim and Molly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we did get into a fight this past week, and it's it's been difficult kind of navigating that. Um, definitely was my low. I mean, the, the past we got in one like two. It's weeks been ago the same too. fight basically. Yeah. No, it's the same fight that keeps coming up. So we're we're addressing that. We're assessing it. We're working on it. But. Uh, Going to marriage counseling. We're going to marriage counseling. We get talk to mentors. Yes. Yep. That's something new that we. We are mentors. putting a lot of work in place right now. Yeah. 
for our marriage. Because our marriage is important. Yeah. So, yeah, that was my low as what well. About you? Your low, yeah. Yeah. That, I mean, navigating through it and trying not to explode during that. So, yeah, okay. that's what I'm trying to work on. What about your high? My high has been the sunshine. That's been nice. It has been cloudy. Like deceivingly nice, too. Yeah. Because it, oh, it looks because it looks like nice. it's 74 degrees outside and it's 35. Well, it's, it's about 40 now. Yeah. So, like, Clouser. 40 degrees right now seems like the middle of spring. Because it's been so cloudy and so dreary for three months. Honestly, mm-hmm. we didn't see the sun. So now that I'm seeing the sun, like, I didn't know that there is this person that existed in me. So, yeah. <laughs> what is your high? My high, uh, you know, we, we, we went to our mentors yesterday. And I have a different one written down. But I, I think that was my high. We got to go to this uh, older couple that, that we really respect. and. Mm-hmm. Just kind of talk to them. They've been married 40 years, I believe. Something like that. That's awesome. Got a couple kids. Yeah. um, Live in a nice house. Country home. Yep. We want to trade with them. I think we're going to try to throw in that deal somewhere. Strike that up. Yep. If if you guys are listening, Ren and Kath. We got a contract for you to sign. Yep. We just made it. Um, (laughs) But no, it was really nice to to talk to to them. And they're they're just a great couple. And um, I feel like they give us a lot of insight into our marriage. Oh, so much insight. and, And they're just... Somebody that we can very, very highly trust as yes. well. Yep. So, yeah. Okay. So, what are you eating this eating. week? Eating. Not exactly eating, but I'm I'm pumped about this. I got, I started working out. This husband started, well, not lifting weights because we don't have weights, but doing active things instead yeah. of just sitting around um, and going to work. But, so I got a new pre-workout. That being said, I got a new pre-workout and I haven't had pre-workout in a long time, but this stuff is excellent. It's, oh, six stars or something like that. I don't know, but it, it it's the cheapest thing on Amazon yeah. to be completely honest. But, but it's Bomb Pop flavor. How's it is that? Bom- oh, it's good. It's actually very good. I'm not going to give you any because you're going to be bouncing no, off the walls you. and hot and then just, it wouldn't be good for you, but it's no, very thank good. You. Well, guys, we're... We're sorry about this. This may happen for more podcasts than not, but uh, Arrow got a little bit fussy, so we weren't actually able to finish all the rest of that stuff, and by the time we had time, it was a few days later, we're just like, you know what? We're just going to add this at the end, so we apologize for not actually finishing the podcast. We thank you for listening to to us this far, though, um, and we look forward to making a bunch more. We've got uh, a bunch of other things lined up down the way. If you're into the Enneagram, I don't know. I don't know what that is. Molly does. But if you're into the Enneagram, we've got something like that. Uh, we want to talk about uh, some more of our struggles and, and some more of our bright side. And we got this new, I don't know, this new game that's coming in where you, you ask each other questions. I don't know anything about it. But again, Molly's the, the mastermind of the marriage. So, um, But we, would, we do want to thank you guys. If you liked it, please give us a review there on iTunes. And uh, feel free to subscribe and share it with your friends. And... Um, Well, that's about it. We we appreciate it, and uh, have a good week.